0: There's a vibrant, violent torrent of wind around you. You're brought here to find the key. Mr. Key had led you here. This was supposed to be where it rested, his hiding place for it. The little bird man collector whose hand you're holding, E, now. And you must hold it strongly as he's being lifted off his feet a bit, kind of shuffling backwards from the force of of the etheric wind that's whipping around you. You find yourselves in an old... Um, I don't want to say ancient, but an old and run-down windmill whose large fans outside you can now hear start to pick up with the wind as this scene in front of you unfolds. You thought that the keys magic had drawn in a a cluster of forest animals, and maybe that's what happened to begin with, but in the days that it sat abandoned – or the weeks that it sat abandoned, its magic began to warp the inside of this windmill. You can see now um, from the firelight from Echo's dagger that she holds up just behind Gwydion's shield as he charges to the front to face this threat. You can see in the flickering firelight warped wood on the sides of the structure. The grass has been grown and some killed in patches. Some have turned oil slick and rainbow-colored. The beasts that gathered here around the magic of the key that that were attracted to its power have all melded together in this strange amalgamation of fur and bone, tusk, tooth, thin. And now this large, strange, lumbering mass is throwing its weight around, knocking at the support beams of this old windmill, and you're in a fight. Everybody roll initiative. Cool. It's one of the cutest things you guys do. Whenever I say you roll initiative, you you guys start humming and and making strange noises. (laughs)
1: Trumpet blasting.
2: (laughs) Damn it. All right, what do you guys have?
1: I got a 14.
2: Herbert has a 13. I got a 4. 12. Well, it's a good thing our our frontliner's going last. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good thing I'm going first. I'm holding this toddler's hand.
0: Yeah. I regret to inform you that it's the key's turn first. Oh. We're just calling it the key. Oh my god. The first thing you see is light that's not from Echo. It does look like a flickering candle light um, on a massive scale that like spirals around the walls and up the inside of this windmill. And then suddenly you see the keys form. This like symmetrical triangle ringed, really intricate, beautiful work of craftsmanship. So intricate that you don't think that folk hands could forge it or um, even God hands—it's—it's it's so innately beautiful and so microscopically um, labyrinthine. It bewilders your mind just to look at it as it rises out of the form of fur and wind and electric fire that's happening in the center of this windmill, and it shines this light around, and then suddenly it—that light becomes roaring and hot like a bonfire, and you can see like. The, the wood around you, not only working from the magic, but dripping with condensation as the last bits of moisture is dripped out of it. starts oozing down the walls, and this thing now is on fire above the beast like a halo. The animal, the beast, you see patches of its fur and wings open up, and two strikes of lightning go towards Gwydion in the front.
1: You want to be in the front, dog.
0: I got a six and a 19 to hit. Uh, neither hit. Oh,
1: uh-huh. damn, they damn.
2: Boof,
0: boof, cascade off of the shield <laughs> nah. and go spiraling out um, along the walls, sending these like strange jagged burnt marks um, all around you. All right, it's E's <laughs> turn. E, what's up, homie? So for, uh,
1: how I hate that you I'm scared? the first in initiative because one, I'm holding a toddler's hand. Two, I fight with my hands.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. yeah, punch the nightmare beast. Fighting with your hands is dangerous work.
1: Oh my God!
0: I already lost one Ooh. of them. Grab Mister Key by the waist and the head, and this battering <laughs> ram, the nightmare beast. Yeah.
1: How far away is nightmare beast? The
0: nightmare beast is fifteen feet away from you. The room itself is sixty <laughs> oh. feet, and you had you had walked in ten feet. So there's like a thirty foot circumference. So fifteen feet away.
1: Um. So. I want right to right I want to get the lay of the land just a little better. So yeah. how tall is the ceiling?
0: So this whole structure is hollow. Um, it's about sixty feet tall. But there's a uh, there's a staircase, a rickety wooden staircase that goes around the circumference of this sort of octagonal tower. And it gets closer and closer to a convex. It gets tighter and tighter as it goes up to what appears to be a platform where the stairs end and like balconies that go to the outside.
1: I'm sure that looks sturdy
0: as hell. There's also a lot of um, you see a lot of like big what look like hempen cords hanging down from loops from the top of the balcony, of the stairs um, at your height. You could probably grab one. They look pretty secure. Oh, God. There's hanging ropes, basically.
1: Um, And so before you said they were all, like, looking in at the center, I'm imagining there being sort of like a divot down in the dirt. Is that true, or is it flat,
0: the, the floor? The the fl- floor is more or less flat, but yeah, there is this concave um, where the beast sits, maybe from the weight, maybe from the, the magical scarring that's happening from the key. But yeah, there is sort of <gasps> a low crater here.
1: Wow. Um... Since I'm not in the front, can I hold my turn?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold that because I don't really know what to do here besides punch it. So I want to see what more it has.
2: Absolutely. So. Uh,
1: in the red corner, it's Herbert Quinn Carver. Woo!
2: I don't know what I'm doing.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, the <also> uh, same.
2: <laughs> let's just see. Okay.
1: It's great when you call something the Nightmare Beast. <laughs> well, I guess, I
0: mean, technically you're fighting the key itself. It's magic, right?
1: All right, so uh, here's
2: what I'm going to do. Um, I think, it's just, I, I imagine all of this happened really quickly, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Just like, we step in here, we see what's going on, and all just like, Gwenny gets, like, almost hit with lightning. And I think Herbert just had, like, just had a fucking knee-jerk reaction, goes, oh, fuck, and, like, sticks his finger out and casts Ray. Just right, <laughs> right at the nightmare beast, so I'm gonna go ahead and roll to hit.
3: It's a big R A Y.
2: Dude, I'm hyped. I'm well, hyped that's a, that's episode. an eight. So. Oh no. Oh, well, that's yeah. No, it's a uh, yeah. It doesn't hit, doesn't it? No, it goes flying,
0: zigzagging, um, reflecting off the wood, and then up and around, and kind of fades out near the top of the uh, the inside of the windmill. It is gone.
2: Okay, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, also, want to do is I'm going to I'm going to start to prepare uh, to cast um, sermon. Fantastic, love it. Yeah. Um, here comes
0: Gwydion.
1: Do something good, Gwydion.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to. How close am I to it? Fifteen feet. Well, well, you're closer, I guess. So, yeah. ten feet. <laughs> ten feet. Yeah. And I'm like right behind him. Right. Yeah, correct, because you were shining light for him when you guys came in. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's it's Herbert and, and E in the back, and then Gwidian and Echo up front here. Okay.
3: Um, the, the bad bitch club is up here. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm within range with my spear? Absolutely, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't used Lancer yet, but it just says, like, you can yeah. make an attack roll with a reach weapon against an enemy who moves within melee range of you as a reaction? Okay, so this guy this it's bad boy's like, not moved into into your range yet. I mean he's within range of you, but he didn't move into your range, right? Okay, so he hasn't moved in yet. So I'm going to hold. Okay. And Gwidian kind of looks around and and just uh, kind of looks at everybody and casts Scald on Echo and you get an inspiration die. You can use it for an attack. Okay. Oh nice. And
3: what's the a inspiration of 6
0: Okay. Yes. And then I'm going to just lower... Gwydian just lowers his spear and just hold his position. Okay.
1: Did you hit it with a spear?
0: No, I'm, I'm out of range. So oh, unless I want to throw okay. my spear, I can't really do anything. And I oh, want to no. just take a defensive you're stance. You're
3: in range, but we started in range. Right. So your, your reaction doesn't come off, but you're within range to poke him if you want oh, to. Oh,
0: my bad. Well, yeah. okay, so... Sorry, it's been a while. Yeah. So. No, don't yeah. worry, I know. <laughs> two
3: actions and a movement?
0: Yes, two actions and movement, at least casting a spell of Skull, right? Okay. So yeah. you got so you can jab him. So yeah, him. as Gwynion's doing that, he kinda of reaches his hand out towards Echo and kind of concentrates on Echo and then looks back at the beast and then just tries to take like kind of like, you know, a shifting jab at him with the spear. Very cool. Um so it's gonna be Yeah, this dude. An
2: attack roll.
0: Yeah. My bad. You've got this, Gwynion! You can do it! i I'm do it. <laughs> um, Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you did. You did so great. that's not, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Your motivational words sabotage me. <laughs> right? But so it's like, use my spear. I'm like, Ugh. No, this isn't really? one of Justin's games. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, you, you tripped, your spear's broken, it lodged under your throat, uh, fell no. down the stairs, it's and you into death. a dumpster. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Roll a new so character. Fuck you, you jab at it, and something really weird happens. Like, as you're jabbing, it almost feels like it's happening in slow motion. The wings and fur and layers of teeth and bone, like, separate, like, pages turning. like Like, these layers fall away faster than your spear can hit, and underneath you see this strange, weird, like, shimmering, etheric core of light for just a moment, and then it folds back away and covers up that core. Um, We
1: found the boss's weak point!
0: (laughs) We found the glowing crit spot. That shit's
1: glowing like Star Fox! Uh, (laughs) You've got the hookshot, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: Just gotta get that thing out of there. I think Echo's just gonna... First thing is she's just going to mark it. Okay, that's very cool. Actually, no, she's not. She's going to nope. hex it.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's also a good choice. Yes. Too bad it has 12 actions.
3: Probably. No. So she hexes the nightmare beast. Okay. And it's 10 feet away, right? Yes. Okay. So she's going to kind of, like, dance around Gwydion to get around him because he's got that big old shield. And she's going to move up and attempt to stab the nightmare creature with the dagger that's on fire. Very cool. The sharpened Athaki dagger that's on fire. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Make an attack roll. At advantage. Oh, yeah? Because it's on fire. Whoop. That one's caught. Twelve. Don't forget your inspiration, Don. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that.
1: That's probably a good choice for right now.
3: Fourteen. Congratulations, your attack hit. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. So it does the dagger does a D6 normally, right? Plus a D4 for being sharpened, right? Right. Correct. Plus another D4 for being on fire. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs>
0: Plus another D four because it's it's warm and balmy out. Yeah, and another D four because <laughs> Jupiter is in occultation with Pluto right now. So,
3: <laughs> okay, it's going to take six damage. Six damage. All, a one, a two, and a three. That is awesome. All that dice. Oh <laughs> yep. god.
0: Um, so something even stranger happens here. Echo leaps forward, stabs into this thing. And you see the fire like burn at the fur and the wings and a part of it sort of gets crumbled away, like watching paper burn away in the wind. And you can see for a moment echo that little strange rainbow core in the center of it. But when that happens and you pull out, the fire stays on it. It like stays sort of like sort of like you're pulling the knife out of the fire. You see this, like, tube of flame that sticks to the side of it, and it's sort of whipping in the wind now, and now it has fire. Um, for the three of you, you see from the back another, another little bit of, of strangeness. Um, as soon as you see Echo leap up and connect with this thing, you watch as her auburn hair, like, explodes out with growth about
3: five inches. Whoa. It goes
0: wild and up, like she's being shocked.
3: Did I take any damage or anything? No, ma'am. Does my dagger have fire on it? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay, so it canceled my spell. Okay. And it has taken it for itself. Um, so I think she says, uh, watch the magic, and she like kind of points at it, and she's going to kind of circle back around behind Gwydion's shield. Good thing I already started a spell. Okay, you're going to use my...
1: Hold on, it's my turn. What <laughs> 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 um, So, if this thing takes magic and uses it against us... Mm-hmm technically, all right, so uh, just let you in on our little secret here. So Josh is over here telling me to use his scissors. (laughs) But my fear with the scissors is Mm. I stab it with the scissors and it's like, shit, I can do that now. And Mm -hmm. that would be the literal worst. But technically, the scissors are not magical. I
3: was going to say, technically, they're not magic.
1: But also, I feel like rules are kind of weird here. So... But many, many, many
3: years ago, I was told... By, uh, by a DM named Zach that, uh, the scissors are simultaneously the least and most magical thing that I had ever seen.
1: Exactly. So I think I'm just going to cause an arcane anomaly instead. (laughs)
0: Cool, man. What? Okay. So we uh, settled the... How exactly are you going to do
1: that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I got a Mordegarth horn. Oh, no. What is that? How... Are you just... Are you making things up? No. What's What's the trick? What do you got?
1: It, it causes an arcane anomaly.
0: you and break I roll it? roll on the table.
1: No, I use it like a wand.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's neato. i have been sitting on that for a while, too. Yeah. That's very cool.
1: So, I know you guys love it when I do arcane anomalies. Um, mm. This one. Oh, God. So, this one, uh, I think, is really fitting. So, I rolled a 13, and it just says, something strange occurs. The guide determines the details of this event. That's a cute little number. <laughs>
0: uh. What have you done?
1: Don't worry, I'm going to do it again. Wow.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Oh, I guess I should keep that up,
2: then. <clears throat> All right, let's see what happens. So
1: what this.
2: All right, Zach, what do you-, hmm. you got for us?
1: Oh, he's rolling dice, which is also bad. I just think it's. I think it's fun.
3: You fucked us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So twelve was a growth spurt. So you're welcome. What was fourteen? I don't know. I forgot. I was. I was too scared when I saw weird.
0: No. Yeah. Okay, you take a step forward, point out the Mortigorth horn, and then there's like this stillness, and you see the grass like pull up the grass on the bottom of this abandoned windmill pulls towards the center and you see the beast form shift you can see like a bear's paw extend its claws and a and a heron wing stretch out on one side as the thing twists up and starts going upwards and upwards and kind of envelopes the key you can see the keys fire disappears in the mass of animals and and foliage and you feel like your eye pulsate your your key eye And you can see like your vision get wide. And then suddenly the grass launches out forward and you feel all four of you, including Mr. Key, um, you feel yourselves knocked backwards away from the beast and then upwards. And you feel now you're not touching the ground. The lot of you, including this strange beast, shroud that the key has put up are now suspending themselves in the air and floating amongst this sort of tapestry of ropes. You are uh, spiraling up and away, and now you're hovering and fighting in the air in the center of this windmill. Uh, Fuck yeah. Very cool.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think that sounds
3: fun. Sick even.
1: I still have another action.
3: You do? That's cute.
1: So now we're here with these ropes, so that's pretty sick. (laughs) Um... How, how can we move? How are we moving would, in this scenario?
2: <laughs> I was also going to ask, is there any chance that I could, like, have a chance to resist this? Oh, yeah. Would, do you have an action mark? Well, no, but I'm also a zealot. I have, I have, like, advantage on, like, to resist any sort of magical effect. I, I like that. I like nice. that angle. Um, roll. Well, well, let me, let me, it's, I think it's, hang on, let me double check. Uh, roll with advantage on all will checks made to resist magical effects.
0: I feel like I mean this is Herbert making a choice to resist this as a reaction, so like
2: that's valid. Um, roll, roll with advantage. Oh no, I'll, I'll roll with one and die. It's gonna be like nobody else going to like it. That seems fair. If I'm going to roll, to not roll with advantage because nobody else got to roll. All right, that's fair. Right. All right, roll will. Okay. Want to be a one? Oh look at that! It was a nine. Okay, cool. Very yeah. cool. So nothing. <laughs> Stop. You don't have a Still floating. Oh. I, I, I fart and strain. <laughs> oh,
1: hey, wait, what's your will?
2: Huh? What's your will? Oh, my will? Uh, it's just plus, um, plus one, so ten so total. That's a ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going up. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. Um, yeah.
0: All right. Fart rocket No man's flying.
1: <laughs> I'm going to try to get one of these ropes and... I guess, are there any animal parts that are within reach that are just, like, moving about that I could maybe lasso this onto so we could try to get it in one location instead of it moving all around?
0: That's cool. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of animal parts, homie.
1: Cool. I'll go for Um, the bear claw.
0: Okay, roll might.
1: Hey, that's the one thing I'm real good at. (laughs) Oh, apparently I'm not. Uh, Four.
0: (laughs) Four. Um, You start to wrap around a wing at first, and it slips out. And then you lasso over the the bear claw, and it rips through the ropes um, with its claws. Um, You hear a strange shriek from the inside of the beast that sounds like a choir emitting one note for a little too long.
1: Ew. Um, All right, guys. That's really all I've got at this point. uh, We're floating now, so... uh... Thumbs up on that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Says E as he hovers past Echo.
1: Yeah, just
0: <laughs> completely out of control, <laughs> upside
1: down.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Um, it's Key's turn. Does anybody have any held actions or anything? No, okay. no. Key's turn. Um, Yeah, that sounds cool. You know that bear claw E? <laughs> it's coming at you. No. Right. This big bundle of strange magics and beast parts flies in your direction, and you see three bear claws like... Lift up, and and the, the the claws of it, I mean, it being a, a crystalline bear are these jagged rock-like things, and they're going to come down at you Close. towards your head. Oh. I got a 16. Does that hit you? No. What are y'all's fucking armor?
1: <laughs> better than yours.
0: Apparently. Um, you dodge out of the way and swim through the air away from this thing, um, narrowly missing. Being narrow, narrowly... It fucking misses you. <laughs> it's uh, it's your turn.
1: Oh, can I punch the bear claw as it goes past me? Just
0: yeah, totally. I like that. That's spicy. is <laughs> it? A... <laughs> yeah. Make an attack roll.
1: Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Um, that's hit. That hits. Oh,
1: huh. okay. <laughs> I don't even know what dice I roll. <laughs> um, oh, I can keep hitting things. I'm a monk. <laughs> Eight. Eight points of damage. Oh, my
0: God. Yes.
1: And then I'm just going to actually just try to hit this mass of things. Um, I will use Fury of Blows, and okay. I will use two stamina. All right. And uh, let's just see how it goes. Oh, that's a one.
0: Okay, that's definitely a miss. That
1: one's a ten.
0: It's not going to hit.
1: And there's one more. I get, okay, okay. I, I get one more. Fuck. It's an eight. Nah, it's
0: gonna be Fuck. missed. Two. But that first one was solid. Um, you let loose three blows that seemed to skim off this thing's massive blubbery hide. But that last one, you slam your fist right in the center of it and see the shock wave travel through the fur and, and reptile scales of this thing. Um, it's sort of pushed off into the air a little bit away from it. you. Uh, you hit it so hard. Um, cool. you did a great deal amount of damage to it on that first hit So fantastic. Cool. Are you doing anything else? Do you have any other actions?
1: Unless you count floating away from it. You can
0: move. You want
2: to get out of
1: there? Nah.
2: Okay. It's Herbert Quinn Carver's turn. Okay. So, um, Herbert finishes up his, like, mumblings, because I think that he's just, like, so frustrated with the situation that it's, like, what would have started off as, like, a heartfelt sermon. It's just (laughs) kind (laughs) of (laughs) like... All
3: right. Yeah.
2: And, uh... (laughs) So this is a sermon of sweat. Very cool. So all of us get advantage on our next attack roll. Uh, It would get disadvantage on its next attack roll.
1: Oh, that's really convenient. Thank you.
2: And assuming it is only one thing and not like a series of things, because if it's a series of things, then all of them should get disadvantage on their next attack. Mm. That would majorly suck. Yes, it would. Okay. I don't even even know if that's gonna work. But yeah, all right. right, It's all sweaty. See (laughs) ya. And farting. <laughs> 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 oh! So, <Yeah>. so gross.
1: <laughs> What's Herbert? I mean, what? kind of gross.
2: Variation on the theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and you know what? I think he's just going to continue to mumble for a little bit. Cool. Um, actually, no, never mind. I'm going to try and cast Ray again so and okay. see I can't hit. he's like, just. Damn it! Why is this all just happen? And sticks his finger out again, <laughs> cast ray again. Uh with advantage. Yes.
1: They're so all just floating around in the air.
2: <laughs> okay, does a 12 hit? Uh a 12 hits! Nice. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> uh let's see here. So that's a D8.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Just make it sure. Uh seven damage. Fuck yeah. Um, and for the the next minute. Uh, any attacks made at this is going to be with advantage. Oh, for how Ray works. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. yeah!
2: So now it Woo-hoo. just starts to pulsate with this, like, new purple, like, violet glow. Woo! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Cool. <laughs> it's Claudian's
1: <laughs> turn, I guess. <laughs> what you gonna do, Claudian?
0: Remember <laughs> to roll with triple advantage, I guess. <laughs> yep. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so now i'm going to honestly i think let, it, you should it on air because if not it would supersede the power of sermon of, of sweat and uh no yeah. yeah fuck it i think you should roll a three fucking die <laughs> whoa i'm not like, i'm not kidding all three at once right Do that's it. what'll happen <laughs> one and one and one um, <laughs> how close am i i'm floating you're floating but you're still the same distance away you're still 10 feet away from it
2: Okay. Well, I'm not going to do any magic or anything, because that's scary. Um, worked out for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, Echo's magic is just dumb. I think that's what it is. Probably. Echo's Echo's, Echo's magic is just dumb. Damn, Fats Shired, man. Dumb man. Um... (laughs) Probably. <laughs> Gwinnian's kind
0: of floating there, and he's got his knees, like, tucked up, and he's like a cute little ball, you know? Very cute. He's got his shield up, and he's just floating there. It's <laughs> all cute and stuff, and his spear's still sticking out. He's kind of, like, floating over that the same. Like so I'm going to try to—yeah, Gwinnian just levels the spear and he's just going to try to take a jab. Cool. Um,
1: oh, that was good.
0: Okay. Um, 18. 18 will definitely hit. Hell yeah. Okay. So. Two. Two points of damage? Yeah. All right. You jab the spear into it. You see the folds of, of fur and stuff sort of sink under. You don't see the light this time. It just mm. sort of sinks underneath the pressure of mm. your of your spearhead. And again, you hear that strange noise. This time, it sounds like someone slamming against a church bell with a mallet. And so- you feel the whole building around you, like, shake and wobble. Very cool. You got another action? You want to use it? Yes. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm going to... Look at Echo again and kind of will you another inspiration. Okay. And you scald, so you can use it on an attack roll. Um, And then I'm going to try, like with my movement, I'm going to try to kind of like push myself through the air closer Mm -hmm. to the beast. Okay, cool. So I'm doing that. Still cute, still in a ball. Swimming. Yeah, just swimming through the air. How close do you want to get? Like right up on it? Um, I want to just get like five feet more. Okay, very cool. So you're five feet away from (laughs) it. Yeah, shield's still up. Uh, I haven't lowered that shield.
1: <laughs> like, oh, shield the whole clear. body.
0: Making that clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, a, you're like a really shitty medieval fighter jet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, very cool. All right, you're very close uh, to
1: it now.
3: Um, I believe it is Echo's turn.
1: Echo, what you gonna do? What's up?
3: Echo is like head over heels, like kind of out of control right now. I'm just going like, God damn it, God damn it. <laughs> Isn't this around. fun? Spinning around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is not this fun? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> and she is trying to get her bearings, and then she just, like, drops that knife, and it falls, whatever, how high up are we, you know? It didn't, it would just float, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would float with
3: us. <laughs> no, so it doesn't fall, so it just, she lets go of it. <laughs> so okay. It's not just floating around, <laughs> and then she's going to turn towards it, and the bow appears in her hands, and she's going to take a shot.
1: All right. It's probably for the Not nice.
3: forget me not, it's her old bow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Um, Old trusty. Which is an advantage Mm -hmm. with an inspiration die. Triple advantage. Oh, you want me to do triple advantage? I will. I fucking will. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) For real. I mean, I'll mark him right now too. I'll I'll, I'll do quad advantage.
0: Basically, <laughs> Please don't. just keep
3: stacking. I'll mark him. What's his name? Tell me his fucking name. We'll do Quint advantage here.
1: Oh God. It's Nightmare Beast. We've
3: already covered this. Yeah. So she pulls out an arrow. And goes Nightmare Beast. <laughs> no. All right. I will. I will roll. All of these fucking dice. Very cool. 3d20 and a d6. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: game's so stupid. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, 13, 17 to hit. 17 will definitely hit. Cool. Um, Scald. Scald's different, doesn't that doesn't You can, it? It, instead of using your inspiration dice as uh, for ability checks. Yeah. You use it for attack rolls. Oh, I see. That's cool. Yeah, you okay. can just use your inspiration dice, basically. The only thing it doesn't do is it doesn't add to attack like damage. You That's know? cool. I was wondering what was going on. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. That's
3: going to be one damage. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, um, it's still something. Yeah, yeah
1: it's still something. Yeah. Yeah. It still
3: counts. Just chip it away. And uh, due to the nature of the bound weapon, I'm going to take another shot. Very cool. Yes. Get it. Get it. The way it
0: works now is this one at advantage. Yes, this one's at advantage still because of the ray. That's uh, why I was giving you guys triple advantage, which right. is kind of silly. But really, what I wanted to do was give you guys the ability or the chance to possibly get a critical because of certain and a sweat being stacked with ray.
3: Uh, cool. 17. Thanks, 17 Justin. will hit. Actually, I won't roll that one, I'll roll this one.
0: Three damage. Three damage is awesome. Okay. Can I see that core at all? At this point, you can see the core because this thing, parts of it, are starting to shred away, or rather implode on itself. It seems like layers of these beasts and animals. Like you can see a deer head's neck, like snaps forward and then goes onto the inside of this kind of sphere of beast, sort of making these holes where you can see this core of light. Um, Does it looks solid. It looks like fire. Um, spun into a sort of a, a, a rough sphere, and you can see the key inside of it.
1: Mm. I got a plan, boys.
0: Hey, I'm done. Okay. Um, it's its turn. You see it starts to spin around heavily, oh. sort of... Shaping itself into a, a column of strange animal parts, and now it's ripping up the grass and ivy from the walls here, and chunks of wood into its orbit, and it's become this sort of column of swirling light and strange natural parts. And then there's a flash of light, and it's going to create an arcane anomaly itself.
3: Hey, birds of a
1: feather. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I hate it.
3: Bears of a feather. Oh. So Echo's hair is five inches longer now. It's awesome. Well, we could always cut that. Luscious yep. locks. We
1: can get a haircut. Which I wonder what Echo and a bob
3: would look specifically like. specifically say mm-hmm. that her hair was like to the small of her back once it was straightened?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
3: now it's like past her ass. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's true. That's a lot of hair. That's yep. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's real heavy. It's on zero of
3: gravity. Of yeah. True.
1: Oh my God. You look oh, like yeah. a mermaid. Yeah. So <gasps> her
3: hair would be floating around her head right Yay! now.
1: Jesus.
3: And I, just, I, just, I can just see Finn just like, what the fuck, hanging on really tight. Hang
1: on to one strand.
3: <laughs> um, not
1: a big deal. It's just snowing in here now. <laughs> cool.
0: Um, it's E's <laughs> turn. A chaotic flurry of, of snow is starting to, and frost, like, breaks through the gaps in this thing's ceiling. And now there is a, a small blizzard. You can see ice crystals forming on the thing's form.
1: Can I see the core still?
0: Yes, very much so.
1: Cool. I'm going to shoot it with a grappling gun, <laughs> and I'm going to pull it towards me. This
0: was a good. Ga- oh my
1: god! <laughs> All
0: right. Um...
1: Do I have triple advantage on this?
0: Yes, you have
1: triple <laughs> advantage. <laughs> this is so on, stupid. On, and I on the link move. Oh, uh,
0: that's a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a grappling
1: hook? Yeah, I was yeah. had a grappling hook. You
0: launch this grappling hook and it slams into the fire. And you can see part of it like oh like one of the pieces of the hooks in the metal, like almost instantaneous like burns away. That's like very melt. Cool. Like the, the melted metal becomes like hot mercury and flows into the <laughs> orbit um, around it. But it is able to clink clink get through the triangular ring of this key and rip it out of the fire. Oh. My and God. you see it flying towards you now, and This is when it ends. (laughs) What? Something very strange happens. Um, I guess that supersedes the rest of it. There is this great big flash of rainbow oil slick light, like dripping psychedelic electric fire bursts forward and clouds the vision of you four. And suddenly you find yourself softly alighting on the ground. And when you look up, you see... The grass, like, waves gently for a moment. And you look down into the palm of your hand and you see the key. It's much bigger than you thought it would be.
1: This feels dangerous.
0: And you look up and you see through the light bursting forth, like, there goes the the deer with those sort of salmon-like features. It's silky smooth skin. It's healthy and unharmed. And it bursts out of the light. And then the cave bear and then the heron. And... The fish flop over into, to some puddles on the ground and they start to skip around each other. And there's this explosion of, of beautiful forest life. It comes out of the little concave in the ground like a fountain and it storms past you. You can feel the wind from these, these fawns and these, these small wolves and these glitter dogs as they skip past you and through your legs and buffeting you. And then they're off and away and things are quiet and still. And you look down and you see Mr. Key. And he looks up at you. And he says, Yeah, you can have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright. And it's over.
1: Wow. Okay. So I did something not stupid.
3: Echo's picking up her knife and she goes, mm-hmm. That went much better than I thought it was going to. I, I think didn't it I is. didn't feel great about killing all of those things. Hmm. So that Seems was pretty real cool. Heavy. Well is it.
1: Let me see it. Mm. So, like... Okay, so my thought process here (laughs) is... We have all the pieces.
3: Except the door.
1: Except the door itself. But... I don't think these should travel together.
3: No? So you're gonna take the key with you?
1: No. Oh, God, no. But I'm saying, like, if... It shouldn't just all be in your pocket. Like I was gonna say, this, give it to Gwydion. This feels this feels bad.
3: I'll, I'll take guess, it. I'll take it. I was gonna say, give it to Gwydion, so we each have one piece. I thought that was the plan. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Great. So that way, if we have to separate, we all three all pieces of the the door just scatter, scatter with us. Mm-hmm.
1: Looking at this key, um, mm-hmm. because this is the closest I will ever fucking be to this. Um, are there, what what does it look like up close? You said it's very intricate?
0: Yes. So it is symmetrical. It has teeth on both sides. The color, it's hard to really pin, but I guess the closest you could you could guess to it would be somewhat of a bronze or a brass, rather. It's shiny, but like shiny like something shiny like wood that's been hit with water, right? Shiny in a dark way, but it's bright and reflecting light at the same time. And the keys on either side, they're like solid squares or rectangles, rather, that go from the triangular ring all the way down. And then they curve around to themselves to the other side. And within those keys is just this, like, massive, sprawling labyrinth of of etchings of marks that could not have been made by any any hand or really power for that matter it's hard for your eyes to focus on it
1: what does it look what does it seem like if I focus real hard
0: <laughs> maze like
1: okay interesting
0: <laughs> you kind of look like a key <laughs>
1: Looks like a key yeah
0: I could go on and on but really it's a big ass key you got
1: mm. well I mean I don't know <laughs>
3: labyrinthia what what labyrinthia yeah there's a labyrinth on the key.
1: Are you suggesting we follow this labyrinth?
3: I'm suggesting that maybe the door is in Labyrinthia.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, Labyrinthia is a place. I
2: thought you were just oh. like were like mispronouncing Labyrinthian.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, Labyrinthia is a place. It's in Odithia, right? What? Yeah. Yep. Oh
1: god. Oh, uh, Yeah. Oh god.
3: All right. Well,
1: can I
3: something to explore in the future? The, the four went there, right? Or was that a different cam, like a different group?
1: <sighs> um.
2: Just look in your notes. It's somewhere in your notes. I know it. Of course.
1: I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we're going to
2: take a break while Madeline takes two days to figure that out. Um,
1: Well, I just, I'm trying, I want an etching of this key.
0: Okay, I can do that. Just give me a couple of years. Cool.
1: (laughs) What I'm saying is I want to take a piece of paper and make a rubbing of it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Cool. You got paper? Yeah, of course I got fucking paper.
2: (laughs) You do this and you instantly start bleeding from the ears, nose, yeah, and eyes. Yeah, you know.
1: That's, that's why I'm being very hesitant about this. Do it. It feels very bad.
2: Do it. do it. Do it.
1: Do it. I'm doing it. Okay, so now I have this etching. I want to... I want to look at this key just for a few more minutes. I want to see, like, is its only purpose to open this door? Or can it function on its own as well? Like, I don't know how to go about that. I guess, like, Put it in thin air and see if it unlocks something. But I want to see like is it is its only purpose to be super fucking magical and open this door? I don't know how to go about that.
2: Unlock
0: Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get real big. You've seen um, you've seen <laughs> the doorknob itself, right? At this point, he has. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we fucked with it. Okay. I am you, half
1: blind, but not completely blind. You can
0: tell it fits into the knob. That's certain.
1: mm Hmm.
0: But. As it stands, I mean, it's just in your hand, so hard to hard to figure out. Now, remember, um, Clyde has those papers. Yeah. So, and you're leaving. So, maybe check with him and see if he's transcribed that, because that's what you gave your hand up for was to learn yeah. the secrets of the door those those things yeah. were sealed into like the heart of the library. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Cool. Okay. I uh, think Echo
3: does like. She looks at the key, then she reaches in her bag and she pulls out the doorknob.
1: No. Not here. <laughs>
3: Where's the keyhole? Is it on there? It I mean? is there is like a a slight
0: slit in the wood that is equal to its its size, but not its shape.
3: She's like points it towards E, shows it to Herbert, shows it to Gwidian, pointing mm-hmm. at the Dan? Yeah.
1: So I feel like every single piece just gets more and more magical. I'm going
3: to cast magpie on the key. What
1: the fuck? Fuck you. <laughs>
0: well, it's not loose, is it?
1: No, oh, it's in my hand. Damn,
0: I'm oh, sorry, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I just threw it on the ground again. I, like, I just wanted to repeat what like, we just in did. My in my head, like, though, oh, she nice, did. pretty
0: and it throws it on the ground, She please.
3: did cast magpie so he can feel it like kind of pulling in his hand a little bit. What so you fuck? know. Oh, my God. You know she's trying to take it. What the
1: fuck? I look at you and I hand it to Gwydian. There, yeah, you can hold it. I don't think you should open this door right now.
3: No. It I just don't think feels that's, yeah. bad. Mm, yeah.
1: I mean... That's fair.
3: We put it to a vote. She puts it back in the mithril and wraps it up. And
1: So... Clyde uh, transcribed all that stuff, hopefully. We could learn some more about the door. We do have to go back into the town. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really want to do, if I'm being honest with you, but...
3: Every day we spend in this town is a day closer to us being in prison.
1: Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. At least you want like to break out.
3: Feels like that's the way with every town.
1: Yep. What are
2: you going to do, Mr. Key? I thought you were talking to the key for a second. I was like,
1: Herbert's <laughs> lost it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I do not know. I suppose I am going to
3: Petrichor.
1: Yeah, Dorian's going to escort him to yep. Well, Dorian?
3: that's right, yeah. Yes. Dorian should be back at the inn. Should be babysitting. Mm,
1: Babysitting. Can we, like, can he, like, come here? Come here? Yeah. We don't want to walk Mr. Key all the way back into the city again.
0: So from here, you're leaving, right? You're heading to the Crimson Tower. I guess, yeah. This is the day you're setting off. Dorian and and Clyde were both outside.
1: Oh, perfect. Amongst the
0: tents in the crowd, so. (laughs) Okay. You don't so have to go we'll back. We'll head back
3: to the city. camp then. Yeah.
1: We have a lot of crimes against the animal crowd at this point. So mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay. That's Our what we do. Cruel. That's what we do. Yep. Technically, so was Echo. <laughs> Echo's a murderer. What
1: are you saying, Josh?
0: <laughs> e, if you were to ask the key one question, like a yes or no question, what do you think that would be? i oh, my like, like holding the key, kind of thumbing it.
1: Well, as far as I see it, there's two questions, which is where do you, you know, where were you made? Because to me, that's interesting. And then, who made you?
2: Neither one of those are yes or no.
1: Exactly. So I don't really <laughs> have any yes or no questions. That's all you. I'm more of an intricate, horrible answer type person.
0: I only know a little bit about Toad. What do you know of Toad?
1: A lot? Are you asking me what would Toad ask?
0: Where do you think Toad last was with this key? Well. Because if you have a theory, we could find out.
1: Well, again, two options. Either Sunbeam or somewhere literally in the very center of the woods. Or Greenwick. It's sort of uh, it's sort of a toss-up. I think it'd probably be in the very center of the woods.
0: Okay. Um, Gwydion clenches the key, looks at it, slowly closes his eyes, and casts uh, psychometry on the key. Yes. I'm going to ask the key. I'm going to, you know, he kind of reaches out and touches it, speaks to the spirits within it, forms a psychic connection, and then I can get insight into like the emotions of the last creature who touched it and ask it a yes or no question
1: that's so sick and I'm gonna
0: ask after I get those you know feelings of maybe the creature the last
2: touched it are
0: you that's me
1: is yeah. the
2: <laughs> door the, the last creature would be E right <laughs> fuck <laughs> well I'm still and, gonna and ask. before E it was Mr. Key yeah <laughs> And before <laughs> Mr. Key, it was like that fawn pinnacle. It's pinnacle, yeah. and before Shit. pinnacle it was that fawn. Yeah. Well, thanks for shooting I'm, down. My I mean, idea. I just,
0: no, no, that's fair. Yeah. I'm still going to ask it. Um, Gwydion asks, "Are is the is the door in the center of the woods of Yaddle? Of Yaddle? No. Cool. Okay, that's still useful. That's one less place I yeah. have to wander around trying to find it. Yeah." But you still get a feeling, right? You still get a psychic impression. Like yeast, sweaty, stinky body. <laughs>
1: this weird bird man,
0: sweaty <laughs> stinky pinnacle, drug addled body. Just a bunch of lint filled pockets.
1: <laughs> My pockets Angst have lots and- of stolen goods in them. <laughs> Oh! Oh, he's writing a
2: note.
1: <laughs> oh, oh shit!
2: Secret notes. Oh, no. oh, everything's fine.
0: It's uh? Everything's it's, fine. It's grappling hook ruined. It has the broken
2: condition. Mm. So yeah, it's ruined. I'm not gonna fix that before you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just toss on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: fuck it. Well, I guess since we're discussing this
0: anyway, what I'm writing down is um, Gwidian, you. You know he is leaving.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't said anything. <laughs>
3: Mm. Yep, Echo was the only one that actually knows that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gwydion just kind of looks at E,
0: like with a side-eye, like a judging mom side-eye, like...
1: See, I've gotten to the point where I don't even know what the side-eye's for anymore, so...
0: It's fine. You do what you need to do.
1: Oh, it's that Mm. side-eye.
0: It's fine, it's fine. Gwydion puts it back in there. All right. Well, I think that was good. Priest, you did a good job. I appreciate everything you did during that battle. I think that made a huge difference. Thank you, knight.
2: <laughs> You're heckling me today. What has happened?
1: Are we supposed to pat each other on the back?
2: No, monk.
0: That's a little meta, actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> at that point.
1: <laughs> Short-circuited my fucking
0: brain. <laughs> He's like, Great. I'm not my
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Boy, what? Boy, what? what now? <laughs>
3: he's not monastic, so like, what would it be like? Thank you, puncher, pun- punchy, gay <laughs> snake man, <laughs> fist boy. Much appreciation, brute. <laughs> <But> <laughs> fine,
0: you short bald ass man. Thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> um, great. So let's go find the camp where uh,
3: our dads goes. are. I guess so. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: And then, do you need anything, Mr. Key?
2: I need to go
0: to
3: Pratchikor.
1: <laughs> you got it. Good job, buddy. We gotta, job, we gotta buddy. get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go find... We gotta get him home. <laughs> <laughs> let's find the dads.
0: You have a relatively calm walk through the rolling forest, through patches of sunlight, through the crisp bottom air, and you come up to top of the hill, and you see, overlooking... Um, Sunbeam, you you see your army. It's maybe 40, 45 roughshod folk in makeshift armor. And then the 10 soldiers that were to accompany you as well from the Emerald Crown. And uh, you approach Dorian and Clyde. And Dorian throws like a, a small black cloak over Mr. Key. And he... Reaches to you, Echo, to
3: give you a hug. I think that she would initially not resist, but have zero concept of what he's doing. Mm -mm. And then she gets it. And she awkwardly reciprocates.
1: Feels like family.
3: Give him hell. And then he walks away, holding the shoulders
0: of Mr. Key. um, And they start heading north on foot.
3: She uh, kind of hollers down the road like I'll come find you
1: oh that's fitting yeah yeah
0: Clyde comes up to you takes his small spectacles in his hand and kind of holds on one edge and looks up at the sun almost directly (laughs) for a moment (laughs) I love Clyde he's such a big stupid smart man right and he says you two you four are leaving and I have a few things um, for you two in particular Um, Herbert, I've transcribed these books. Many of them are too ritualistic to be of much use, but they would be very much, uh, interesting reading. Good. Thank you. There is something I found though. It is uh, a spell of some kind. I'm not sure being not too in tune to Orphos myself, um, that I understand it quite, but, uh, I put it onto a scroll, um, which he promptly hands you. hmm. Sick. And have sort of separated it from the text. It was found in pieces. It was definitely not meant to be found, uh, by common worshippers of Orphos. But, um, hopefully it makes more sense to you. Thank you. I'm glad that you were able to pass that out. Yes. I'm, I'm glad as well. <laughs> um, it was very challenging at times. Um, E, do you want to take a walk?
1: Oh god. Uh yeah. Let's take a walk.
0: <laughs> you don't walk far. You walk god. along the edge of the forest sort of between the pasture and and the the encampment. Um and he starts telling you about the knowledge you sacrificed your hand for. Hell yeah. He says the key itself um if you're able to find it.
1: Or did the- <laughs> Teddy...
0: Well, now I don't think I will.
1: I just was really excited that we found it.
0: I'm very proud of you. (laughs) So,
1: if you want to continue with the information, that would be really nice.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, The key does have a magical property. It can open up any locked door, and that can be useful. Mm. But the key, together with the doorknob, as described throughout these texts... Again, very, it was very difficult to piece together, but uh, they are the door. It can be opened anywhere. Oh,
3: fuck. (laughs) Good.
0: (laughs) The quandary is when to open it. It is a, it is, and you see, like, his face goes a little white. He says, it is not something to be taken lightly. It is a very much an absolute of the way we think of magic. It is an anchor point of all. Esoteric and etheric. It was not really made, though I I I assume many assume that it was made by the Sublime, the Seven. This is not like that. Um, in parallel with the dragon, this is something that came from the before times. There was not a lot to put together here. I mean, these are scholars of the now times finding little bits and clues here and there. So there were studies done and and scraps taken from the the long past. But beyond that, there's there's not much to be said um, about its origin. I just know more or less what it does, where it goes. It goes into the heart of our world. It is the heart of our world. And to open it is um, a choice that you cannot turn your back on. It is what's done is done. People have gone in. Nothing comes out.
1: Can you close it once you open it?
0: I suppose you can. It is meant to be entered. It is meant to be used. By who? By itself, I suppose. Do you mean who's doing the using?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Who is this made for? If everybody who enters doesn't come back, you know, then that's not really a door. A door goes both ways. So who is it actually made for?
0: It's not really about the door, but so much what's within the door here. This door is made for the people who want to change the world. This door, what's beyond it, changes the world. And for you to give up your life and your time and your spirit, to me, I think, is a very small sacrifice to make. This is where all of the threads go. All of the threads of ether. I'm fucking sweating. Ugh. Beyond that door's frame, beyond its reaches,
3: is the source of all. The dragon wants to change the world. And currently, while you two chuckle fucks are having a conversation, all three pieces are just out of your reach. (laughs) How does that make you feel? (laughs) You don't know what we're doing.
1: Okay, so this can be opened anywhere?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Uh,
1: there was hesitation. What's the Hesitation.
0: There must be some sort of hesitation. This is an object of such great power that the spirits dare not use it. Yes. I think if the spirits could find a way to change the world for themselves or for the better, they would have by now. There's another part of this text. Um, Once the doors open, everyone will know in some way. Oh. Prophetic dreams for those attuned to the, the more divine structures of The ether, Strange feelings among common folk. A sense of urgency in the heart of knights. They may not know that it has happened, but they will know, deep down. They'll feel the world changing.
1: Okay. Should we tell the rest of them it can be opened anywhere?
0: Their hearts are true and good. I think they should know what they carry. It doesn't really matter whether you tell them or not. What's really important is that the dragon doesn't get it, because... They're willing to change the world. They want that door. And until we know exactly how they wish to change the world, I would best not let them open the door. I
1: think, I think it's so hard. Uh,
0: you get okay. what I'm saying, though? Like, altering all reality? No,
1: no, no. I, I, um, hence my hesitant pauses. <laughs> I'm
0: just making sure we're on the same page. No, Take no, a no. sip of tea.
1: a cup out of nowhere. Uh, no, we're definitely on the same page here. I'm just trying to... <laughs> Well, we should definitely let them know. Side note, you ready to go home? Go home? Yeah, like, go home.
0: Are you sending me home?
1: We're both going to go. My plan right now is to help them halfway through the caves, and then we are going to leave because... Well, I think we could, uh, you know, I think mycelium could really be of use right now, and especially with everything I know, I think we should actually work together, you know, as like the family business type deal and maybe help some people out.
0: That's very strong and smart of you. i let my emotions be clouded uh, about your mother lately. I mean, it was just a, a bit of a, a quarrel, but it would be nice to all sit down together and think out a problem again for once. It would be good for... I suppose the world, now.
1: Yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking, the world. So, halfway through the caves, and we just dip on out. Okay. Great. I guess we should go tell them that the door can be opened anywhere, because we almost opened it in, like, an abandoned shack down the road. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually really nervous, because I don't know where they are right now, and uh, I think we should go find them. Okay. Great. Great.
3: They come sauntering back. Echo is saying, what do you should let me see that key?
1: All right. <laughs> all right, children. <laughs> I'm,
3: like, I'm
0: like pulling, I'm like pulling the crystal sword out slowly.
3: It's like half out. I'm like
0: just kind of stepping back from Echo. Like,
1: uh. all right. Team huddle here. Closer, closer. Okay. That door can be opened anywhere. Shit. And once it's opened, everyone's going to know.
2: Well, I kind of figured the first part. Because that seemed about how it functions anyway.
3: Well, I'm glad that uh, you didn't let me fuck with it. Yeah, don't do that. I'm glad that you were able to figure it out without us fucking with it. I might just swallow the tumblers. I don't know. I if you need them, you get about <laughs> a week. <laughs> cool. in. Here's the rest
0: of the transcription. He stands, you hands you like a stack of papers, essentially, wrapped in twine and hemp. Um, he oh. says, that's everything on the door that we were able to... You're the scholar. ...take Whoa. out of... Uh, the library. Thanks Thank you. to E. Thank you. Hopefully you make use of it. If you have any other questions, you can dig into that, and surely it
3: shouldn't be inside. Oof. Do you like to read? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of reading. All right.
1: It's a lot of words.
3: And so now that we have established that we, we have the door, she's like very, very low, like almost whispering that. Now that we've established that, just to make sure we all understand... The protocol here, right? If one of us goes down, just run. Get the other pieces away as fast as possible. Yeah, I would say so. And
1: what is behind the door is all of the threats. Right. So...
2: We need a tailor. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Sorry, bad joke.
1: Well, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the problem is, there is really no reason for us to open it unless something absolutely horrible has gone wrong. It's a last
3: resort. It's and the even last resort.
1: Whoever opens it and goes inside is not coming back.
0: Oh, I almost forgot. Um, I told you about the right. key by itself, but the doorknob by itself, if as long as the key and the doorknob do not connect... The doorknob can be um, used to—I'm sure you've already figured this out in your own studies—open doors, um, but holding a feeling or a sense, really a physical sense, in your mind can guide it to where
3: it opens. So it can be used. I was starting to figure that out—that I can—I can direct it on where we're going, well, if we somewhat um, Saint
0: Brigging uh, apparently. Did a multitude of studies on it and found that um, the f- the thought of being wet or putting his hand in a bowl of water usually brought him to uh, a body of water. Um, the same thing to, to be dry or rubbing his hand against sand um, usually brought him to a drier climate. But it's not really it's not really very specific. Mm. Hopefully that helps.
3: Again, I think it serves as a, a decent last resort. Like. Before the last resort, we can always, if it comes down to it, we could flee through a portal that's been opened by the door, by the doorknob. Or
2: well, perhaps push
3: someone through it. Yep. Also, I, something that has always kind of nagged at me that I've been concerned about is that every time we use it, maybe somebody knows we're using it. They should, not
0: not unless you open the door in completion. Okay. I'd be more concerned with geographical um, influences, for instance,
3: causing a mudslide uh, that would destroy a village by opening in the middle of a mountain. Or, as Herbert has been very afraid of, opening it in the middle of the ocean and letting water pour in at a drastic rate, annihilating a small town.
0: Yes, that would be very traumatic. And it's very possible. So what would be the right place to open it? Hmm. Suppose if you thought of a place that's very high up, you'd have a statistical likelihood of not affecting anything around you, since you would um, be in the air,
1: dropping to the ground.
0: Well, that's your problem,
3: not mine. Fair. <laughs> also, like, kind of looks at Herbert and says, it "Could be the problem of whoever we shove through the door." Very true. The not the door, door, but the you know the, these doorways that the doorknob seems to open would be a very
0: convenient tool for getting rid of bodies, murdering people you dislike.
1: That's a a very good idea. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
3: Stopping, you know, criminals that are trying to end the world. Right.
1: Right, those. Correct.
3: Because to my understanding, that is the goal here for them, is to end this world and start again.
1: Probably just to eat the threads or something insane like that.
3: Well, and that's, to be clear, like, that is what Murdoch's goal appears to be, is to... End this world and start it anew. I'm not convinced that that's what Zale's goal is. The dragon's goal, I think, is beyond beyond us. And I think you're probably the closest to what it wants. Just to eat the threads and rule over everything. But that's all conjecture. Conjecture.
1: In theory, you could go inside and pluck the dragon's thread, and there's just no dragon. But we got the sword for that. Well, we will have
3: again. Like, I think it's a last resort, but I think it is the last resort. I think that it is. It's good to know that it's there if we if we need it, and somebody wants to make that sacrifice.
1: All right. So, just because I'm paranoid, what is you know you win? Everything's great. Dragon's dead. Murdoch's dead. Everything's awesome. What do you do then? Because you can't just keep them together. There's always going to be someone who wants to open it.
3: We have to scatter them to the edges. I thought about taking, taking them, them out the ocean, different corners of the world, and just dropping them in the ocean. That is, yeah, didn't historically yeah, work out very well, <laughs> right? Um, I've <laughs> considered, but you see the appeal. But you see <laughs> yeah. the appeal. I,
1: I'm more thinking inside of a vault. Hmm.
3: Together, a vault or separated?
1: Um, separated.
3: It had occurred to me, maybe after this is all done, to maybe seek you and your family out and see if there's something that we could do to hide these away again. We are good at making vaults.
1: We're very good at making vaults.
3: I also, I'm, I'm not convinced there's a way to destroy them, even though that might be a possibility, is destroy these pieces so the door can't be opened anymore.
1: If you forge the sword, you might be able to stab one of them.
3: And we only need to destroy one piece, right? Mm-hmm. And then none of it would work anymore. That's well, was, preferably yeah.
1: the key. That's
3: what I was thinking, too. There'd be no point in their
0: battle anymore, either.
1: Great, so who wants to talk about uh, Alamander? You, perhaps, Herbert? You there in the front?
2: Um, what, what do you want to talk about?
1: Well, I mean, tonight we're going to go into the tunnels, and I'm assuming you're going to go kill him?
2: Yeah, but I mean that's—we still have to get all forty of these people there. It's not like yeah. that's it's going to happen tonight.
1: Well, we can we can start we can start making our way in that direction.
2: Oh yeah, I think it's going to take at least two days' time to get there with all of these people. Well, then we should start heading out.
1: Yep.
3: All of these people who also aren't used to walking long distances.
2: Yeah,
1: Okay, will catch on.
3: No, no, no,
2: if no, no, little... Lord, no, no. You don't, you, we don't want to, like, arrive and have all of these people exhausted. That's, That's just I was gonna say. We're throwing, throwing them crash. on a fire. That's incredibly foolish.
1: <laughs> well, fuck me then, I guess. Just We'll just go at our own pace. Yeah. Let's go now. Okay. Because I still didn't give the king scissors back. Okay,
0: well, yeah. so, Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde starts kind of ushering them, and um, a few of them uh, start to. There's, you know, a rustling in the crowd, and, and they start to, to lower their tents and bundle up. And um, you see the mass of them begin to take the tents down, pack up their belongings, um, and this makeshift army and you all begin a long march towards the distant Crimson Tower. You're doing it. I'm so proud of you. We'll see you guys next time. I'll see you next week.